0: Hello and welcome to the Norwegian edition of the Gambler Betting Podcast. I'm Selectabet and we are back with the penultimate edition of the Gambler Betting Podcast covering the leagues in Norway, joined by Greg and David. How's it going, guys?
1: Going good, thank you.
0: Good, thank you, Paul. All well. Good, good. As I say, only two rounds of figures to go, David. We've got um, a lot of the, well, we know the champions, Bodø Glimt, obviously, um, finished the season like a train, and I guess all the action is below them for a place for Europe in the latest year, and at the bottom of the table.
1: Yeah, uh, Bodø Glimt, obviously, champions, well-deserved after the way they finished the season. Um, but yeah, as I say, Bran, Tromsø, Víking, all uh, battling out for uh, two European spots uh, between them. Currently, Bran. One point ahead of Tromsø, another two back to Viking. So, um, yeah, they, that's, uh, that's an interesting battle going into the last two weeks. Um, probably more excitingly, at the bottom, Volleringer, um, deep in trouble, um, just managed to draw it home to Starbuck last time out. They are one point behind Starbuck, currently sitting in the relegation zone, Stabæk in the playoff zone, and then another two points to Sandefjord. Um, and another two points to Haugesen, not quite out of the trouble yet. Haugesen needs uh, to get something this week because they play Starbuck next week. So we don't want to go into that, needing the result. So I think uh, at the bottom is where all the excitement is.
2: Fascinating, isn't yeah. it? Fascinating at the bottom. What's the play yeah, for got... It's probably quite fitting that Starbuck and Sandy Fjord meet each other on Sunday. It's a massive, massive game because ultimately, Volaringa could find themselves down. Not not mathematically, but if they were to lose on Sunday and Stabak were to win, there'd be three points adrift for the game left to go and a much worse goal difference than um, Sandifjord. So, um, yeah, it's going to be a huge weekend at the bottom. Huge.
0: Yeah, as you say, Greg, that Stabax-Sandyfjord is probably match of the weekend, um, just in terms of what's at stake. Uh, we've also got Bran at home to gleam, to obviously Bran looking to secure European football as well. Um, given where we're at in terms of this stage of the season, there's three games, I make it, that are pretty much dead rubbers. David, so we'll probably gloss over those this week.
1: Yeah, Lillis-Romod, Rillis-Romod, sardis uh pretty much nothing to play for in those uh, three games. Yeah, just mid uh, mid table scraps between um, well three teams that probably wish they'd done better this season than three teams that are kind of where you expect.
0: Yeah, uh, we'll start off at the top of the table. Then um, that big game is Brand v Bodo Glimt. Obviously Brand looking to secure European football, um, and I guess it's just a case of how how hungry Glimt are going to be now, David. Now that the title has been wrapped up, um, and you know are they going to go full belt, at they it given they've got a European game this week as well.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a tough one to know. Um, I think obviously the bookies are taking no chances in terms of they think Bran are big favourites. Bran are uh, let, lower than evens, 10 to 11 just now. So they obviously think that groups will take it a bit easy. Um, I mean, nothing that I've seen in the four or five years I've been watching the latest series would suggest that they're going to. Um, when, if you remember the year, the first year they won, they were going for a load of records, so they just kept their foot in the gas. But even... Yeah. Yeah, I just... I just David's been
2: telling us for months and months, and seasons now, to be fair, he doesn't rotate. He
1: does doesn't.
2: He. he doesn't rotate. He's not going to mix it up. But I, I, I'm really interested to see, with European football coming up this week, Yeah, does he, and does he make some changes? it and makes sense must, to do that?
1: Yeah, it does. It, it's a must-win game in Europe. If they win in, in Europe, they're through... Um, to, the, to the knockout stages, which is obviously massive. Um, Sunday to Thursday is a is a good rest. Um, I don't see any being a problem. It's a home game on Thursday as well. Um, so I think there might be one or two changes, but if we, I think I think we're going to see a strong bowler team um, going up against a brand team who are hungry for second place. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if Brown win um, I think that they're a good home team they've been very good at home this season they've got um, 11 wins out of 14 games 35 points it's best best record in the league equal with Bode which is impressive um, but the best away team in the league are, are Bode the and they've won 10 of their 14 so it's going to be hard but I think for me if you're getting given even money on Bordecai to score two goals or more in any game, I think it's hard to pass. I think they've got so much firepower. Just looking at like their last, the, the last away games, they scored four at Starback, they scored three at Molde, they scored four at Hamcam, they drew 1-1 one, one at Rosenborg, they scored three at Haugesund. Yeah, they scored two in a loss at V King. They scored five before that at Sandefjord. So they scored plenty of goals. They've scored 37 goals in 14 away games against a brand team who like to attack themselves. I just I find it hard to pass by even money on, on Bode Glimp to score a couple of goals in this one. even I, th- I can see them losing 3-2. I can see them winning 3-0. Well, interestingly, really David, I'm
2: just looking at the, the head-to-head records. And the last kind of five or six games, I've finished 2-2, 2-2, 2-1 to Boda, 4-1 to Boda. 2-0 to Bran and 3-1 to Boda, So it is a fixture that serves up plenty of goals from both sides. So I think you're probably right I, to urge on the, the goal side, given the fact that Boda have scored two or more goals in five of the last six meetings. I think for me, though, in terms of what's at stake, I'd probably be more inclined to back Bran goals. Um, not instead of Boda glimp goals, I just think that European game with the league wrapped up and Bran wanting to finish second, which would be a fantastic season for them. We said at the start of the season, we expected Bran to be up there, kind of European places, but I don't think we expected them to be likely finishing second. So a brilliant season for them. And I think you're right. 10 to 11 is a little bit skinny against the league's best side at home. There might be an angle here potentially in corners, but I think goals is the best way to go.
0: Yeah, for either side
2: or for for match goals.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I guess. think I think when you you look at the fact that over two and a half is four to eleven, you'd like to think that Gleamt are going to contribute in some way to that yeah. total. So why why not just take even money on to evens?
1: Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. I mean, if yeah. you look at the, the record this season, and they've scored in every single away game apart from uh, apart from one. And that was a really strange game at got Godset, so uh, yeah, I can't I can't see them not scoring, and I think I think you're right. Only two games this season they've not <coughs> scored two or more, so I, th- I think uh, it's what is wise to wise to just them be involved in the goals.
2: What we will be doing, David, is our go before ten minutes, fifteen minutes, thirty minutes. Probably not across all eight, because there are some really horrible matches. But that said, all eight games ago in the first half an hour will pay a very very handsome return. And as will your goal before 15 minutes. So it might be worth picking some of the games that there's yeah. something reading on it um,
0: yeah. on Sunday. Yeah, just uh, touching on Brand, David, before we wrap up on this game, they're on way to Stone Squad set next week. Um, it would be a disaster if they got this far and ended up finishing fourth. Eh?
1: Yeah, it would. Um, obviously, Tromsø uh, as well are up there and they are. Away at the next week, which is obviously potentially a massive game for Volerenga. Yeah. Um, potentially a massive game for for Tromsø as well. So that's a tough game for Tromsø. And if you look at Viking, they've got they've got uh, Olsson away this week, which looks like the easiest game. And then a home game against a Rosenborg team who's uh, kind of chucked it. So yeah, Viking look like they've got the best opportunity to get max points. So it's just up to the others too, to to make sure that they do that as well to stay in those uh, second and third places.
0: Yeah, and brilliantly done, It takes us right on to that Viking game. Uh, as you say, they're away to Olesund, Olesund already relegated. Um, and Viking, you know, they must be kicking themselves, given the position they were in a few weeks ago. But they're still not out of it yet, with two games to go. Yeah, absolutely,
1: kicking themselves. They lost three They lost three in a row, they lost four out of five in a period of the games where they were top of the league. They went from top of the league and they're now 12 points behind. But yeah, we game. were
2: speaking about um, Viking. king Potentially being a, 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 an opportunity to, to back them to win the league at seventy-four. Yeah. And yeah. as David said, they're twelve <laughs> points behind now, which is a crazy. remarkable collapse in such a short space of time. Yeah,
0: Absolutely I was looking. Crazy. I was looking back there. <clears throat> Remember, uh, V King beat Bodo Glimt back on the sixth yeah. of August. Um, but since then, Glimt just haven't looked back. They've been unbeaten since that result. But V King have just kind of collapsed after yeah. that.
1: Yeah, it's interesting how that's worked, doesn't it? Like You think yeah. Viquen would get the momentum for it, but maybe like the emotion from that if it kind of made it difficult for them to get up for f- future games. I think I just think this week, though, against an Al- Alshund are relegated, they confirmed down last, uh, last time out with a defeat against uh, V can go there, knowing they need to win. It's uh, as simple as that. They need to win. They need to stay in the hunt for the European spot, which is obviously a, cons- a good consolation if they can get it. Um, and one thing that they have still been doing in, in, in their games is been hitting plenty of corners, they they managed the last time out in the, in the game they won they, they were quite defensive, they only hit two, but against Hamcam they hit 16 they hit 8 against Scott the week before that and they hit 9 against Tromskodsa the week before that um, all in games that they lost, so I think, I think they're going to you well on the front foot in this game. I can't see anything else than All making a few changes and playing some of the younger players to to prepare for life next year. Um and V King and again they need to win. They are um 1.40 on the corner match bet, so I'm gonna I'm gonna double that up
2: oh uh, with another. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yes.
1: Yeah. I think uh, I just think the, the the way this game's set up, it's set up for like, V King to attack and and yeah, the previous away games they've hit sixteen and eight, um, so I think uh, ha- happy to take that on and uh, as part as a double.
0: Yeah, we'll come to the second part of that double and a wee setting. David, just let's finish up on the top section of the league, uh, where as you say, Tromsø are still and they're at home to Haugesund, who are just about safe. Probably another point would would do them, um, but I would expect that Tromsø will probably win this one um, on Saturday. Uh, sorry, Sunday.
1: Yeah, I mean, you would you would hope so. I think what's happened though is Tromsø have really struggled at home in the last two games. Um, they lost at home to Allsvens and the home to said. That's the last two home games. Yeah. Um, it's been their away form It's, it's carried them, um, carried them through this season. Um, Thirty-one points on the road is only one fewer than Bodoglimt. Um, yes, you would fancy the win, but I think Haugesund, uh They've got a new manager who took over, he it took, it took over officially on the 1st of November, so he's been in charge for two games and he's lost them both um, and that was, after, yeah, that was after what was a really, really good run for the, the caretaker um, they won three in a row to get out of trouble so a defeat against uh, Lee Listerham and a defeat against Bran um, last time out means that they do still need a point I still think they need a point um, just to be sure, I think I think they'll be going to Tromsø hoping that they can get something, and, and Tromsø's home form against poorer teams has, has been a bit of an issue. So,
2: tell you what, David, on the Pickle corners one. front for Haugesund, they are two to five to hit three corners, and they're five to six to hit four. Mm. So, I don't think that's the worst of shouts for a side who really do want to get that additional point, that guarantee safety. So, again, a potentially a, an angle in there on on Haugesund corners
0: in this match.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: Yeah, but we do have the other half of that corner double, uh, David, and it's in the Hamcam v Volarenga game. Volarenga absolutely desperate for a win this weekend at Hamcam.
1: Yeah, I mean, a team the size of Volarenga this is your this is your big club from Oslo. This is this is massive. If they go down, um, they are in big trouble. They, they've lost they lost four in a row, and then they drew at home to start back 0-0 last time they desperately desperately need to be a ham cam ham cam who have've saved themselves with a fantastic six points in the last two games against Viking in a one0 win from squad set thats them safe they can prepare for next year but they will definitely not be taking a foot off the gas I think it's going to be a big crowd in hammer this week um and hammer camera are not the biggest fans of all it's it's almost a rivalry so,
0: you uh, get giving- no Sunday name there, David.
1: Yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, it's, a, it's a ham cam, hammer. Yeah, hammer, The hammer. The hammer comrades. Um, they are. Um, they are. They don't like Volaringa, so I think they'll be desperate to put them down. And, and yeah, I mean, it's a tough one. I think Volaringa. They're going to be so up for it. Even money. I think they're even money. I think they make it just drop below evens now looks like a really good price for a team who's absolutely desperate to win um and i f- i just think they're gonna to have to go there and, and give it absolutely everything so again the corner match bet wallering are desperate for a win going to chuck everything at ham cam ham cam f- no it's not it's not this the slip the flip-flops on is it it's this snow the skis are on they're ready to go into <laughs> the winter um and yeah, you just have it's to... It's colossal, isn't it? And...
2: It really is. Yeah. What's really interesting, though, for this game is Vollering as a waveform is actually very, very good. They've actually picked up 64% of their points on the road. And believe it or not, for a side that's sitting second bottom, they've actually got a better away record than 10 other sides in the elite Azerian. So they've got that to to look at, to give them hope. And the fact, I know Dave was speaking about there would be a rivalry there. But ultimately, ham-cam are safe. Motivation-wise, and know that nothing will do other than three points here. A draw is absolutely no use. They must win this game. And I was quite surprised to see us getting even money at the start of the week on Walleringer to win this. When you look at Walleringer's form, it's, it's diabolical. It's really, really poor. But sometimes, when you get to the stage of the season, you have to just kind of forget about that. And focus on what's important. And I think for Volarenga, they they know what's at stake here. And hope I guess for them they'll be hoping that Ham Cam are on the beach or on this on the slopes, whatever they do yeah. in the winter time in Norway.
1: Yeah, and I think I think just with the way the game will go, I'm happy to take on the corner match bet for Volarenga as well. It's something that they've been pretty good at consistently this season. That they've they've not been terrible on the corner front. Um they don't lose a lot of corner match bets. And just the game state, I think it's going to suit them. So they're 1.53. The double with V King plays 2.14. And um, yeah, I'm quite happy to take that one this weekend.
0: Yeah, and I think, Greg, just the way the fixtures have panned out, Volarenga are at home to Tromsø next week. And regardless of what happens at the top of the table this weekend, that game is still going to be meaningful to Tromsø next week.
2: Yeah, it's going to be meaningful for both clubs next weekend. But Volarenga have to give themselves a chance. And yeah. they, they have to get the three points. Usually, uh, when you've got a situation like this, I, I would say more often than not, the side needing to get something tends to get something. And I think, as David saying, for the size of and to be in the situation is unacceptable. So it'll be a fascinating Sunday. Really looking forward to the games on Sunday.
0: Yeah, <clears throat> excuse me, the big game, I guess, David, is the Stabak v Sandy Fjord and um, our old favourite, Bob Bradley. Can he lead Stabak to, to the great escape?
1: Yeah, the Bradley effect in full swing, um, he has made a huge difference for them. Obviously, last time out, uh, the draw um, with Vollering it was a decent result on, on On paper. It kept them in a position above them, it kept them in that playoff slot. They haven't won for four now, but I mean, in fairness, away to Rosenborg, away to Sarpsborg, a home to Baudeglint and away to Bolleringa. it's four really tough, tough games. games, yeah. So back home against not against Baudeglint. Um you fancy them I think you've got to fancy them to get a win. Obviously Sandefjord have picked up two massive results, um, beat Rosenborg who are desperately put Bolleringa down, and also uh, a good win away at Olesund. Um which was oh, things last hurrah pretty much. I think Sandy Fjord are, are decent. They've won games like this before when it looked like they would struggle, but their away form's poor. Starbuck's home form is pretty good under Bob Bradley. Um, and yeah, I, I make them favourites. And uh, 11 to 10 on Starbuck doesn't look too bad in a game where obviously we need to win um, as well. And at home, I, I think they're... I think they're they've been decent under Bradley and and it's a game that they go into with a bit of confidence, I think.
0: Yeah, I guess a win for Sandy Fjord and it's pretty much all over at the bottom, isn't it really? It's then just a case of between Stabak and Volarenga as to who takes up that playoff place. Um, So yeah, a massive, massive game at the weekend. Um, Greg, all eight games this weekend at four o'clock? You know the drill. I think it's
2: absolutely worth doing. It's landed a lot of times I haven't posted any points to it in various leagues and, um, in, during, throughout the season. So I think you have to be backing all all eight a goal before half an hour. And I, and I mean like like small, small stakes because it's probably going to be 40, 50 to one probably for all eight a goal in the first half an hour and maybe pick out four or five games a goal in the first 10 minutes. Mm. I think all eight games over 1.5 match goals is just a shade above two to one. So not the best of prices. Uh, probably give that a miss and maybe do something in the last game of the season next week. Uh, yeah. I've not looked at total goals, but I think we can leave that alone this week until the final week. But there's enough to be getting on throughout those fixtures we've discussed tonight so far. Uh, yeah. Including obviously the following one. I do like Haugus and corners as well uh, at Tromso and that's maybe something I'll also be sharing on the channel.
0: Yeah. Okay, we've also got the start of the playoffs. David um, obviously for three, four teams, four teams involved from Oberliga and looking to get up into Elite Season. Um, and it's relatively straightforward. The team that finishes sixth plays away to fifth. The winner of that then plays away to the team that finishes fourth, who then play away to a team that finishes third, who then qualify for a two-legged playoff against the team that finishes third bottom in Elite Season. And if you're still following that, then well done. <laughs> um, but this weekend it starts with uh, Brina, who are away to start.
1: Yeah, uh, Brina, obviously fantastic season for them, getting into the playoffs. Um, sneaked in on the last day with a 1-0 win at Ralfos, um when Songdal could only draw them to me and Alan. So, Brina, tough, tough place to go start, I think, in terms of, in terms of uh, the Oba's league in this year, I think only, um, only Fredericstead have had a better um, yeah, home record than start.
0: Yeah.
1: So, I think it's the
2: same, actually. I think the joint. Yeah. Um, so, so Ten so wins on 15. starts home form is absolutely
1: fantastic. They've lost once all season. Um, they come into this on the back of a what is a, a pretty disappointing 1-1 draw from the coffer. Um, but at the end, it wouldn't have made a difference anyway. They would have been fifth. So I think... Um, I think you've got a fancy start at home to Um Christian Sand Christian Sand will be the Arena will be pretty busy. I think it will be they'll be expecting, and um, a win for them takes them up to Christian Sund for the Christian the Christian Derby between Christian Sund and Start.
2: Is that the spear banking in David? Sparebank. So it's Sparabank, it's the, Sorry, it's the
1: it's the main bank in in Norway.
2: There you go. Edu- educational this podcast. Very Absolutely. educational.
1: Oh, you all your Norwegian means,
2: banking needs
1: it means it just basically means savings banks not not very average not very <laughs> so well. it's quite...
2: <laughs> I must admit I was really surprised to see start even money for this game really really surprised, as David said brenner pretty disappointing first start to the season first half to the season sorry, but a really good end to the season getting enough points to sneak into that last playoff spot, but when you look at starts home form it is tremendous. Ten wins, four draws, just one defeat. No one's better than that. Fredrikstad have the the same home record. However, start do uh, they are the league's top goal scorers at home this season. Thirty-two goals, scoring two or more goals in t- eleven of their fifteen games. And when you add into the mix also that start have scored at least two goals in eleven of their last twelve games against Britain, All that together with the fact as well that Star have collected 74 points, 74% of their points at home this season. That's the reason why Star aren't further up the table. Their away form has been a disgrace. Uh, but at home, very, very solid. And I must admit, even money for Star has to be back for me. I think it's a tremendous bet. I think at the start of the week, prices came out 4-5. to five. It was a bit oh, probably fair, but I could not believe my eyes when um, bet five are offering even money. So, on that note as well, don't get me wrong, Brenner are no mugs, absolutely no mugs at all. And they'll give a game of this. They may very well score. Start might have to score two goals to win this game. So, I was kind of torn in the old quandary. they back goals, they're back start to win. But I'm more than comfortable to back start on both markets. Backing start to win at even money, and also backing start to score two or more goals at five to six to get them through to the next round of the Obus League in playoffs.
0: Yeah, I'm just trying to find David when the when the next round actually takes place. But yeah, I think
1: it'll be in midweek. Um, I think they play Sunday, Wednesday or Sunday Thursday. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, and obviously they start to get through. We'll be absolutely backing against them away from home <laughs> because they've won twice away from home all season. So yeah.
2: Look well, forward to starting in to ten to eleven now from yeah. even money. Today. So I would expect this game is at six PM on Saturday night, which is great because you've got all the the Scottish games to look forward to on, on Saturday afternoon. And hopefully I'll be celebrating us at Johnson win at Tynecastle. Then looking for the start score at six PM in the boozer. So very much looking forward to this game as well. But yeah, I think for me, start are a standout in this in this match for me. And mm-hmm. it'd be a big disappointment if they never got through.
1: Yeah, so the game is on Wednesday, um yeah. in Christian Sund, and then the other game in Kongsvinger on Sunday next week. And then I think the two legged like, playoff starts again on the Wednesday. So it's a really tough gig for starting Bredna if they want to if they want to get promoted.
0: Yeah, it's a long way to go. Um, we just wanted to touch on the leagues below David as well and the potential of an Oslo derby next season if things pan out the way we think they might yeah, between now and the so end of the season.
1: I, I thought that Lean Oslo were promoted. They're not actually promoted yet. Um, they won the playoff, which got them another playoff. Uh, <laughs> so they have got to beat Hood over two legs. So Hood, uh, who managed to finish 14th in the League, and they have to play off against Lean Oslo. Um, for a place in the in the obus League in next year. So Lean Oslo, uh, if people don't know, they they and Valerenga are very close neighbors and do not like each other. Um, so yeah, the potential of a Lean Oslo Valerenga derby next year in the obus League in is really big. It would almost be the biggest game in Norway. Uh, next do they have
2: a history, David, of being in the Obas League in Oslo? They do. Yeah, they yeah.
1: do. So. Um, they have been recently in the in the top league. 2009 was the last time, um, but they they went they went into administration in 2010 and they were chucked down at the sixth division. So since then they've been working the, the long roads back. Yeah, yeah, the long road back, the Rangers, um, the Rangers road back to the top, and yeah. So this is this is um, it's taking a while, but this is their chance to get up to the over league again, which would be the first time in the second tier since 2010. And um, yeah, this would be um, this would be this would be pretty, pretty big for them, and, and, and good good to have the the derby, um, which is which is just yeah, as I say, not a lot of love between them. Yeah, tremendous knowledge, David. Love it. I, I did read up on it quite recently. So. <laughs> 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 uh,
0: okay, I think that's us covered everything for this week. Can you guys just give us a wee recap of your best bets? Uh, let's start with you, David.
1: Yeah, so first of all, I've got a couple of bets. Um, the corner match bet double, Viking to win the corner match bet against Olisund, and uh, Volleringer to win the corner match bet against Hamcam. The double pays 2.14. And um, uh, both agreed to score a couple of goals or more um, down in Bergen against Brann, and that is even money.
0: Good stuff, and Greg?
2: So, yeah, two bets from me so far start to to win against Brann at even money with Bet365 and I'm also taking Start to score two or more goals at five to six. That's also with Bet365. And this week we have a Norwegian nap Coming from the Elite Azerian, coming from the Hamcam versus Valeringa match, which I shared on the channel on Monday. Uh, that's starting to come in a little bit, that price, as expected. So, again, snapping up the early value. I will likely have a corners angle from the the Haugesund trip to Tromso, And I do like the look of David's corners double too, so I'll mm-hmm. be having a little nibble on that. Yep. Uh,
0: And speaking of your channel, we have a Black Friday offer running from today, tomorrow, the rest of the week. Yeah, so running from today
2: until the, I guess, the 1st of December, we do this every season and for Black Friday, so the fourth, believe it or not, uh, doesn't time fly when you're having fun. So an opportunity to get on the channel, um, you get a full year's access for the price of nine. So you're essentially getting three months free access and that more than pays for itself. Throughout the course yeah. of the twelve months, so worthwhile getting on, and I think we've probably got about maybe a good third of the members already um, locked in to that offer, which is great. So yeah, yeah, get in touch yeah. if you're looking to uh, sign up for the the, the annual offer.
0: Indeed, so you can get all the details on Twitter if you follow Greg at Browning84 and of course if you want to follow David, he's on Twitter at DWeatherston 11 as well. Um, that's us for this week's podcast, we'll be back next week for the final Norwegian podcast of the season, so look forward to that. Thank you very I much. A, for... I might do a quiz next week,
2: I might do a quiz, oh, we'll have a
0: Norwegian quiz, uh, I'll come on with the questions. <laughs> no, I hate quizzes. Uh, okay. Uh, anyway thanks very much for listening to this week's podcast thanks for watching if you've watched this on YouTube and best of luck with your bets this weekend cheers, cheers guys. guys, good How luck have